You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. G'day there, Joe Clark. It is great to be chatting with you today for another episode of Homegrown Faith. And you, Richard Sweatman, and you. What's been happening lately? Well, I have been reading some science fiction. Uh, I haven't talked about my fiction reading for a while, and uh, I'm reading a book by Liu Cixin, who's a Chinese uh, science fiction writer, um, Uh who I I enjoyed his uh, book, his big trilogy, The Three-Body Problem, um, back a few years ago, but Uh just recently picked up another one of his uh, collection of short stories called The Wandering Earth. Uh, Now, I'll tell you about... I'm not a big science fiction reader. Like I don't have those, you know, uh, massive books and trawling through. Liu <laughs> Cixin uh, is, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, but uh, he's uh, pretty punchy to the point and, and quite um, quite scientific. I don't know if you'd call this hard science fiction. I think that's a thing. But uh, in this story, the this first story of the Wandering Earth one, he just thinks about what would happen in like really full-on astrophysical kind of events. So okay. the story is that um, scientists discover that in 300 years' time, the sun will explode. They've, they've calculated the helium-hydrogen ratios. They've sent probes in. They've okay. done the research. Yep. And in 300 years, the sun will kind of explode in an explosion which of helium flash kind of thing, which will vaporize the earth. Yep. And uh, so what does the earth do about that? And it raises these <laughs> questions. And they, they end up being organized enough to halt the earth's rotation with these huge plasma kind of rockets that are built into the ground and try and leave the solar system, send the whole <laughs> earth. And he just talks about, you know, what it's like what would it be like for the sun, for the earth to stop moving? And what would that mean for the tides? And how deep would we have to live underground? And how many years would it take to leave the solar system? And what could we do on our way past Jupiter? Or (laughs) would society cope with that sort of thing? So, you know, that's, uh, yeah, it's... So uh, so it's it's a fiction story. Mm, It is fiction. There's there's characters there, space government leaders or scientists or spaceship captains and that sort of thing but uh yeah right um it's just uh yeah quite uh really does that it help you think of the world as the earth as it's its location in the solar system and the bigness of the universe and yeah right so uh yeah so hmm. so this book is heavy on plot by the sounds of it like what you just described that's a lot like that's a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah there's there's not much time spent about relationships and feelings (laughs) and things like that it's (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't sound like my kind of book at all. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice to dip into other genres. Um, it is not. Nice. Yeah, and it's I'm, fun. You would have science fiction-y kind of friends who would probably say, Joe, I think this is the science fiction book for you. Yeah. They prob- probably wouldn't recommend this one. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. So it's got a, So is this part of a trilogy as well? Uh, this is a collection of thoughts, short stories. So yeah, oh, no, I'll, I'll yeah, be okay. I'll be excited if another trilogy comes out. But uh, yeah. yeah, cool. Oh, so that sounds uh, great. Bit of fiction reading. How about you, Joe? <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh well, I've got a challenge for you. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I joined a particular Facebook group, which I do you sort of periodically, I'll join one just for a little while, just to get my thoughts on a particular topic. And yeah. then I'll leave a group after that because I don't particularly enjoy thinking for a long term. So I'm going to read you a post that left me absolutely perplexed. I'm going to ask you if you can tell kind of what the vague topic might be. Because I, <laughs> if I had been left this, I wouldn't know. Okay, ready? Okay. Here we go. Yeah. On the retrace, the J-O, that's capital letters, J-O, failed to break resistance and it's 200 SMA, that's capital letters there. The downtrend set to continue, comma, sellers looking to take control, they can smell the blood, shark emoji. My analysis, greater than sign, anyway, smiley, smiley, smiley. Hopefully the DCAers will wait patiently. Tomorrow will be interesting, (laughs) I-M-H-O. <laughs> Any ideas? That is completely unintelligible. I, I was con- I was concentrating very hard as you said it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's I understood the shark emoji and I understood the smiley faces, but the rest mm. of it is actually I think, and I'm not a hundred percent sure about the share market. <laughs> is it? Uh, oh, it's a, is it about the share market? Yeah, it's about yeah, the share yeah. market, but it's just like. Yeah not even clear if it's really about the share market. Yeah, um, that's right. The only thing that came to me when you, when the word sellers came up is like, is this, is Joe getting into cryptocurrency here? <laughs> well, it could be about the cryptocurrency, but I don't know. So it's a Facebook group about essentially like financial planning for yeah. retirement, for retirement. Yeah. And yeah. so it, any manner of financial issues come up and it's got this <laughs> graph on it that I can't read I would have to pay a professional to explain it to me. But and then it's got the greatest sign as part of it. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. So <laughs> I took a screenshot of it because I just thought, this is hilarious. The only acronym I understood was IMHO. Do you know that one? In my humble opinion. Yeah. And sometimes I think I read it in my honest opinion because they're not really being humble. Do you think? No. no it's, <laughs> I would never. No. Not, I, I agree. <laughs> um, I'm fascinated, Joe, with this whole idea of joining Facebook groups and just leaving them. I I think I've got like a yeah a, a skip bins worth of uh, Facebook groups sitting around in my Facebook. Oh, yeah. This is part of my decluttering personality. If the group isn't giving me joy the day I'm in it, I'm out again. Yeah. So I was in I was in a growing Lake Mac Grows Facebook group that was recommended yeah. to me, and it was great. But they just posted too regularly, so I left in three days. <laughs> Because I was like, if you gave me only one post a day, I would stick with you, but it's just too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, i got to do this. I'm into it. Well, uh, great. Oh, anyway, love, what love that, <laughs> we should talk about the Bible. What have you been reading? So I went to Isaiah and um, it, I just had yeah, great impact in the very first couple of verses. So I'll just read mm. Isaiah uh, chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Listen, heavens, and pay attention, earth. For the Lord has spoken. I have raised children and brought them up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner and the donkey its master's feeding trough, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand. And I was reading that. And I just thought, wow, what a start to a book. Like there's no, mm. there's no mucking around. Uh, <laughs> God just says, listen, pay attention. He's addressing the whole cosmos. And the issue at hand, the most important thing is, is the rebellion of his people, mm. the rebellion of humanity. Mm. And that just brought a lot of clarity. Like, mm. yeah, the big issue, the big problem, uh, it's it's rebellion. 
Um, mm. It's this re- relational rejection of God's uh, sovereign and right rule over us. And mm. that's at the heart of all the things that have gone wrong. So, mm. And so as you were looking for an encounter with God, yeah, where did you go from there? Because it's reading that verse and thinking, okay, I've, I've had my mind refocused, but what yeah. happened next? What happened next? Well, I think I was had that clarity of mm. um, this is not just a problem in the world, it's a problem for me. Mm. And so, yeah, rebellion, I have rebelled against God. Mm. And that um, helped me move with thankfulness to mm. Jesus and the gospel. Mm. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, from there I've just sort of continued on with Isaiah, um, mm. particularly kind of, yeah, reading it from a posture of I just want to hear what God is saying. I want to encounter God know him, listen to him. Mm. Um, yeah, this this might be, not be the type of reading where I'm necessarily trying to interpret every verse and un- understand mm. the historical details, but, mm. um, yeah, just really meeting God in his word in a, mm. in a sim- simple way. Mm. Um, yeah, as you were talking just now, it makes me think that essentially what you're doing is a very relational reading of the Bible. You're saying this is about God and we should always approach the Bible like that, but yeah. it's more heightened at times, don't you reckon, where you're going, I really am looking to hear from my father God here and yeah. how he will inform, he will teach me and grow me in. Yeah. Would you agree? Is that what yeah, you're thinking? Yeah, I think so, yeah. particularly Isaiah because it is the words of God, like the mm. yeah, the personality of the prophet is um, is there but but um, a bit more in the background. Mm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it is particularly the uh, the word of God. To mm. his people, to us. So yeah, no. Mm. Um, I uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah taking my time through Isaiah. So that's mm. yeah, that's my Bible reading, Joe. Oh, that sounds good. I, I'm still pondering um, just the, the comment of um, so that's where I went to when I needed to to think <laughs> of the Word of God, and I'm just going to file that away in my head and do that sometimes because yeah. I think yeah, it's a good way of having insight about what you're kind of needing in guidance from God mm. and going to the Bible about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, mm. well, I hope that's helpful for uh, for you and others. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, now how about your reading and thinking, Joe? What's uh, happening there? Well, um, this wasn't on my summer reading plan. I went rogue. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, um, but I was good. thinking. I was thinking about George Whitfield. Someone had mentioned him to me, and I thought about how you'd read a biography about him, mm. and we discussed it a while ago by Arthur Dalymore, mm. and I had an audio book that I'd already listened to, but I thought, you know what, a great autobiography, I mean, a great biography, you can listen to it again. Mm. And so I ripped this one out, put it on my audio book and was just listening to it over the summer. Um, And I found it really encouraging particularly, but I'll get to that in a second. So George Mm. Whitfield, for anyone who is needing a bit of a refresher, he lived in the 1700s, so he was born in 1714, lived till 1770, and he had a prolific ministry. He is thought to have preached to crowds maybe of of up to 10 million people throughout England, Scotland, Wales, and um, America. Hmm. And he was very popular and he drew lots of crowds and he was he's understood to be one one of the truly great evangelical preachers. Hmm. Um, would you agree that would be a summary? Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Great, great summary and I appreciate yeah. that reminder myself. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Anyway, um, so this book that I was listening to is an audio bi- his biography, I should say, um, it continues to emphasize how great he is, and I find that hard to listen to at times because I think, well, he's a rescued <laughs> sinner. But what I loved and what really struck me was a little quote um, about 
that George Whitfield has written in a journal about his own devotional habits and Mm -hmm. it totally shaped how I went into this year. So I'm just going to read it. This is what he said about his own devotional habits. I began to read my daily scriptures upon my knees. This proved meat indeed and drink indeed to my soul. I daily received fresh light and power from above. Mm. And um, at first I, I heard that phrase and I thought, Fresh light and power from above. That's a bit woo-woo. <laughs> but then I, I wrote it down because this phrase, I re-listened to it and typed it out because I was listening to it as an, a book. And I reread it again. And I, I'll just read it again because I, mm. I really appreciated the second reading of it. Yeah. I began to read my daily scriptures upon my knees. This proved meat indeed and drink indeed to my soul. I daily received fresh light and power from above. Mm. And that is what I want from any time I spend with God, and it is what's happening because that's God's work in me. He received God working in him. Yeah. I think that's that's the lovely thing about it. Um, it was meat indeed. It was nourishment. It was drink. It was a, you know, a quenching of the thirst for mm-hmm. his soul. And um, so as I was thinking about my new chronological Bible reading habit and really trying to knuckle down and read a bunch of chapters a day and, and discipline myself, this has proved to be a great encouragement to me to think God is going to grow me. He's going to sustain me. He's going to quench a thirst I have every day. Mm. And he's going to do that work powerfully in me by his spirit and through the word. And so I was just encouraged by this older brother in Christ who had a prolific ministry, but actually what struck me was his devotional habit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, well spotted. And uh, great, mm. um, great uh, latching onto something fantastic from an older saint and uh, yeah. Yeah, imitating, yeah. applying. Yeah, because um, I don't know about other people, but I can tend towards a, kind of a like a quite ambitious, being quite ambitious. So I hear George Whitfield, Whitfield's story and I think, I want to one day be a famous preacher. And then <laughs> yeah. I have to discipline myself and think, Joe, you're going to be a godly Christian. And so having that reminder from George Whitfield that he was first mm. a godly truster in Jesus and loved just soaking up God's word for himself, it was just a great yeah. Rebuke, rebuke to that ambition or encouragement towards that ambition and shaping yeah. ambition. Anyway. Yeah. No, that's so cool. Now, what's the name oh. of the book? Oh, yes. I didn't say that. <laughs> it's The Evangelistic Zeal of George Whitfield. It's a short little series of different early um, reformers, etc. cetera, um, yeah. produced. I got, I got it as an audio book from Christian Books christianbook.com yeah. or something i don't know how rigorous it is it quotes <laughs> it quotes dallymore um yeah. and some of the things i'm like oh that's poor writing but it's a, yeah. it was encouragement to me in yeah, the quotes, yeah. So. No, no yeah hmm. listen and uh enjoy it yeah i'll put the link in the show notes so people can check it out if they'd like fantastic mm. well joe i think we're nearly out of time um, yes it has been great chatting science fiction yeah. yes and uh your strategy for facebook groups <laughs> Isaiah chapter one and the evangelistic zeal of George Whitfield. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd love you to share it with others. That's why yeah. we, uh, one of the reasons we, uh, we sit down and chat each week. Um, mm. Hopefully we can encourage people in reading their Bible and, mm. uh, and uh, thinking and reading deeply and uh, yeah. Um, godly yeah. conversation. So, yeah. yeah. Growing in the love of Jesus. So many things. Mm. <laughs> All righty. Well, I'll talk to you next week, brother. Look forward to it. Bye. Sounds good. Bye. Thank you.